We human beings are the only creatures on the planet Earth that are born into a natural state of disorientation with our world. That is, while all other creatures are guided by instinct of which they're neither aware nor have the capacity to question, each of us as human creatures was given the godlike power to create his or her own life. And each of us does exactly that all the years of his or her life. Every day we put in place actions and ideas that will determine the shape and substance of our tomorrows. I think that's what most people are looking for. I think they're looking for an answer outside of themselves and they're never going to find it. If you're going to change you, you're going to have to find out something about yourself. So I started to study myself. I found most people don't know who they are. They really don't. What do you mean? I mean, I know my name, I know my age, I know where yeah, I live. Yeah, that's not what you, else though. You know, that, that, that's what just size, that. If you ask the average person who they are, they'll give you their name. They'll say, I'm Bob Proctor, but I'm not. Bob and Proctor are two words. My parents give them to me. They're called names, but it's not me. It's my name. Then somebody will say, well, this is me, but this isn't me either. It's my body. It's my hand, my leg, my body, my name. Who am I? See, I think we live simultaneously on three planes of understanding. We're spiritual creatures, we have an intellect, and we live in physical bodies. Because we lack awareness or understanding of who we are, we're totally locked into a physical world, and we let things outside of us control us. 95% of the population are reacting to life. They're not really living at all. Success is a funny word. Nightingale had a great definition for it. He said a person's successful if they know where they are and they know where they're going and they're progressively moving in that direction. He said that success was the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Anyone that has a goal and they're moving towards it, they're successful. I think we should make a few waves. We should maybe stand out, be different. Not, not for the sake of being different, okay. but because we are different. We all think different thoughts. And I believe we should start to think and build images in our mind of what we'd like to do and then set out and do it. Okay, Emerson did that, Edison did that, Marconi did that, Samuel Morse did that, uh, Buckminster Fuller did that. We could go on and on and on. Okay. They were different, they stood out, they made a few waves. What you see here in the physical body is nothing but the physical manifestation of the higher side of my personality. And what we have to study, I think, is how does this non-physical part of my mind work? Uh, what happens when I think? Where do thoughts come from? How was this chair built? Somebody had to think. Thoughts are everywhere and we pull thoughts into our mind and we build pictures or images in our mind. If I can build an image of something in my mind, I'm quite capable of building a physical replica of it in my world. 
you decide exactly what you want and then you start to think now you're going to have thoughts come to your mind of why you can't get it you have the ability in your conscious mind to reject that idea kick it out of your mind thinking of why you can't do something is never going to do you any good and keep thinking until you start to think of thoughts of how you can do it and the way will be shown to you it comes in the form of images in our mind think of how you can and not why you can't we get back what we put out our environment is a mirror often a merciless mirror of ourselves and the people in our family all the people in our world will reflect back to us the attitude we present to them learning is a lifelong process you never stop learning we can learn to do anything we have phenomenal powers if we used our body like we used our mind we'd probably just move our little finger we tend to live up to our expectations take the attitude that there are a lot more reasons why you can reach those goals than fail in the attempt go after them work at it keep your attitude positive cheerful and expectant and you'll get them and as you do you'll grow to new plateaus and be able to accomplish still more and remember this our environment the world in which we find ourselves living and working is a mirror of our attitudes and expectations if we feel that our environment could stand some improvement we can bring about that change for the better by improving our attitude. The world plays no favorites. It's impersonal. It doesn't care who succeeds or who fails, nor does it care if we change. Our attitude toward life doesn't affect the world and the people in it nearly so much as it affects us. You can number in the millions the jobs which are held but hated the marriages which are tolerated but unhappy. The parents and children who fail to understand and love one another. All because of people who are waiting for the world and others to change toward them. Nothing can change until we do. When we change, our worlds will change. The answer is attitude. I once read in a book where it said, when you read a good book through mm -hmm. the second time, you don't see something in it that you didn't see before. You see something in yourself that wasn't there before. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything they want or its equivalent without violating the rights of others. An educated person is the one that knows how to go and get what they want out of life. There's a law of opposites. It's called the law of polarity. 
Everything has its opposite. There's a right and a left side. Mm -hmm. There's a front and a back, an up and a down, a hot and a cold, positive and negative, okay. yang the yang. You know, well, you can think negative or you can think positive, but you can't think both at the same time. And we have to train our mind to think or look for the positive or the good in things. There's good in everything. There's something good about it. Now, you may have to look to find out what it is, but there's something good in everything. There has to be a positive and a negative for anything to exist. But once we understand that there's these, this law of opposites, there's negative thoughts or positive thoughts. As the thought energy flows into our mind, we decide what we're going to think. When you pick up a book, the book is nothing but a picture that an author has painted in words. How he did such beautiful work. He said, I dream my painting and then I paint my dream. They get the picture on the mind and then paint it on the wall. And you'll often notice that people will shy away from you. They won't look you in the eye. They'll look down or look up. They'll never try to do anything of any great consequence because they don't think they can. They have a poor self-image. Every one of us has an image in our mind of ourself, and it's called a self-image. Too many people don't know much about themselves, and so they don't have a very good image of themselves. We can do anything. One point that all the great teachers all down through history have all agreed on, they've been in complete unanimous agreement on it, we become what we think about. Now it may be fantasy at first, it might even appear to us as being a lie. Our thoughts control, control our feelings. Okay. Our feelings control our actions.